Welcome to the Market Moment. Lee, off to another good week. National Championship last night. Did you stay up for it? College football's over. Yeah? Did you watch the whole thing? I did. It's a pretty good game up until the end. I mean, it was competitive. Washington, you thought, kind of coming out of half. I was like, okay, this could get interesting in that one play. And and that interception was like, they're done. Yeah, but it was good. Michigan's, Michigan's, I mean. They're solid. They're solid. Yeah. You know, there'll always be a debate. You know, and I don't even think the – you know, going to 12 teams next year, you know, there'll still be debate if somebody was left out. And, and you know, it's going to kind of turn into a little bit more like the NCAA tournament where if a team kind of gets hot at the end, yeah, then th- they win three games in a row. The thing with college football, and this is – the thing with college football is the 13th best team in the country at the end of the year is probably not good enough to win it all in terms probably. of, like, running off three straight versus the top ten teams in the yeah. country. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. basketball, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Where college football, I do think, like – There's a difference between Michigan and – having Yeah, whoever. there's a difference between the top three or four teams mm-hmm. and the 14th yeah. best team. So, But it was it was good, good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, neither team had – well, I don't know if Washington's ever won it, but it's been, I think, 27 years. I think years. they have. But, it, yeah, it's been a long yeah. time. Yeah. I was surprised <laughs> – this is very – this sounds very uh, – I don't know if geographically biased is, would be the best term for it, but, like, I didn't know Washington football had any fans. And now you look out there and they're like, there's a ton of Washington fans yeah. at the game. I mean, it was half the stadium. Yeah, and, and, were, and last week or whenever the semifinal was, I don't think I realized that they were in Seattle. Yeah, I did know that, did but you? I didn't – being in the southeast, I was just like, you never hear of Washington football. There's definitely a – SEC bias for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure – I bet we'll hear more about them now that they're going to be in the Big Ten, right? Yeah, So and they play more. again in like, you know, like within the first four or five weeks of the season. Michigan, Washington. Michigan and Washington oh, that's play cool. again. So yeah. It was yeah, it was, college football's over. Bittersweet. Always fun part of, yep. uh, part of the year. But uh, but now we – I guess we have the Super Bowl left. The Bennett was asking last night – He's like, why is the national championship not as big of a deal as the Super Bowl? You know, so I was trying to explain to him just because he's like, no one. He's like, we always have a party for the Super Bowl, yeah. but we never have a party yeah. for the national. You know, championship. you bring a good, raise a good question this morning on. I'm kind of plugging another radio show, yeah. ESPN Arkansas. Yeah. They um the question of the day this morning was if you could get free tickets, free tickets, free lodging, free airfare, to the Super Bowl, or the college football national championship, which would you pick? Me? Yeah. National championship. Really? Yeah. I'm just not an NFL guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't take the Super Bowl yeah. package. You know, and, but. you know, this is assuming your team's not in it, but if you could just go to one of them. I'd probably choose Super Bowl because it's just so hard to get tickets to. Yeah. You know? I guess that's – It's an event. Maybe that is that is true. If I truly – if all four teams, the two in the Super Bowl, two in the national championship, and I don't care about any of them, I might go Super Bowl. Yeah. If there's a team that I'm – Kind of like, or I mean, you know, if it's the Razorbacks in the, the national well, championship, sure, obvious, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. could get interesting. That. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett brought up a good point. Yeah, he did. He's a well, smart kid. Uh, um, is this our first first podcast of the new year? Or no, we did one last. We did week. one last week. Yeah. Um, well, happy new year. Yeah, you too. Exciting things ahead. Twenty twenty four is going to be a great year. It's um, outside our offices. It's snowing. It is snowing. So it's, it's cold. Um, winter is finally here. We had a very mild fall and early winter, and yeah, winter is here. Twenty four is coming in, pretty strong. We have, I think, we have negative temps here in the next few yeah. days. At it's gonna night, be cold. So it's gonna be cold. Um, yeah, twenty twenty four. I can assure you of one thing: markets will go up and markets will go down. Yes. 
like any and, other and, year. And they are today. Yeah. They're up and down for sure. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into some topics that we had um, down for today. So, number one, Americans feeling a bit more optimistic about inflation. So, according to F- key Federal Reserve Bank of New York survey published on Monday, the median expectation among consumers is that the inflation rate will be up 3% one year from now, according to the New York Fed Reserve's survey of consumer expectations, down from a high of 7.1% recorded in June of 22. It marks the lowest reading since January of 21. Americans expect the cost of things like food and rent to fall over the next year, but they would think the cost of college education will rise. And lastly, the survey, which is based on a rotating panel of 1,300 households, plays a critical role in determining the Fed policymakers' response to inflation crisis. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. If everyone expects prices to rise by 3% in the year, that signals to businesses that they can increase prices by at least 3%. Workers, in turn, will want a 3% pay raise to offset the rising costs. So, man, inflation is something we've been talking about for a long, long, long time. It's trickling into 24. It's still here. Yeah. You know, it's it's a different conversation than it was a year ago. You know, and I like this, you know, how are Americans feeling? Yeah. Um, you know, we see clients in our office every day, you know, all ages, demographics, you know, and, and I would say that there might be a slight tick up in optimism, but, um, you know, there, there's still some pessimism. Oh, there, for sure. Some, some concern I mean, I, here in Northwest. I Arkansas. just had a conversation with the client yesterday that they were like, things, everything's so expensive. Yeah. You know, they were yeah. just talking about how, um, just the basics of going to the grocery store and you walk out with two bags and it was 150 bucks. And that's a very real thing that, you know, there's sure there are some creative ways you can kind of get around that, but that's not like living extravagantly, yeah. right? That's just getting the basics it, and trying to get by day to day. And it's costing a lot of money these days to do that. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, I think people are like cautiously optimistic. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and now the election, you know, we now enter yeah, an election year. Yeah. Rip all optimism out of the. Yeah. And, but you know, when, when clients talk about optimism and what, how they're feeling, you know, they, they typically end the paragraph that they're talking about with, yeah, but you know, come November, what happens, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I hate to talk about that in January because we know that will probably be dominating our conversations in the latter half of the year, but you know, it's a part of what makes clients feel optimistic or sure less less than optimistic. I mean, but. I think that's that's absolutely. You know, we we talk a lot about like the political impact on markets and investing and you know Fed policy and all of those things. But I think more, maybe more so than anything, policy. Uh, you know, political outcomes have an impact on people's day to day kind of sentiment yeah. on just life and you know depending on who's in office and it probably has less of a direct impact on actual markets and, and those this types is, of things you know this is going to be such a weird campaign i mean yeah you know, we have the, we have the, one president who's trying to stay out of jail or one potential president who's trying to stay out of jail yeah. the other you know there was just a jp morgan strategy just came out the other yesterday that one of his top 10 predictions is for this year and this was like on his top yeah. was that biden will drop out of the race after the March 5th deadline, sometime before, you know, and um, so it's like we've got a really old guy, no disrespect to the current president, but a really old guy who 
everyone knows that he's going to struggle to stay in it and especially serve another four years. Sure. And then another guy who's just who, trying to stay out of jail. He's trying to stay out of jail. Yeah. And I'm, you know, not getting into all the details of that, the good and the bad. It's just at the surface, like that's what we're dealing with. Woof. You know, I and, mean, you know, the, the Republican leader, you know, overwhelming has, hasn't come to one debate, doesn't plan to, probably right. doesn't need to. So it's just, it's just interesting. I think that people, you know, getting back to this whole optimistic thing, I think things have improved. You know, inflation has come down, mm-hmm. but it's just, I think now it's that cumulative effect of just, man, it is just wears on people day in, day out. And, um, you know, yes, a lot of people got raises over COVID. I think that has pretty much ended. Yeah. You know, I think that companies now are realizing that, man, we our payroll has expanded exponentially. So now we're going to get back to very, you know, cost of living adjustments yeah. at best. And so that's where we're starting to feel the pinch, you know, student loan repayments. Um, I mean, it's just. Well, and a lot of people, when they get raises, you know, a lot of people have been able to get decent raises over the last couple of years, but inflation has been so high, you know, it's just been like pretty neutral. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people, when they, when they're thinking, Hey, the next time I get a 10, 15, 20% pay increase, they're thinking like that's impacting lifestyle. Right. Where this time it just kept you up with where you were at. Right, just where you could stay, stay in the same, at the same level, and so and, that's and, tough. And, and again, this is you know kind of investing one hundred and one, and we've talked about you know doing some new things on our our YouTube channel, but inflation is not going down. The right. rate of in- inflation is just simply not going up as much. Right, prices are not going to come They're down still across going up. the board. Correct. Right. So yeah. something to think about. Yeah, super encouraging way to end it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So number two, global economy moving into a new super cycle. I was reading about this yesterday. So with AI and decarbonization being driving factors, according to Peter Oppenheimer, the head of macro research in Europe for Goldman Sachs, super cycles are commonly defined as lengthy periods of economic expansion, often accompanied by growing GDP, strong demand for goods, leading to higher prices and high levels of employment. One of the historical periods that stands out is the early 70s and early 80s, which he said were not so, not so dissimilar to current developments. Elevated inflation and interest rates were perhaps more structural issues than compared to now. He said, however, factors including growing geopolitical tensions, rising taxes, and enhanced regulation appear similar. So I don't have a ton of thoughts on this, to be honest. But You know, you know I've heard the, the thought that we are entering another one. Yeah. Um, Things are kind of shaping up that way. Um, so what does that mean to those listening and to myself? I mean, for myself to have a better understanding, like new super cycle, like that doesn't mean we're entering, entering into, I think you hear that and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think like the common person reads that and they think the market's going to go up in a big way. That's over correct. The, and that's not necessarily the case. That's correct. Right. And correct. so you, you don't hear that by don't, see or hear the term super cycle and it think doesn't mean a new bull market the market's gonna triple correct like you go back and look at the 70s and 80s and what happened in the stock market right yeah it wasn't all um you know sunny skies and yeah you know, i mean it, it just simply ahead, means so. that just like it said you know economies will expand inflation will stay high taxes will probably go up i mean it's just everything is booming right which in some respects is good sure but it, it it does not directly correlate to 
oh, we're getting ready to the enter market's going to just take off and correct. Yeah. Correct. And we've had these before. I mean, these sure these are not uncommon. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Topic number three. Topic our favorite. Number, yeah. TikTok trends impacting company <laughs> profits. Um, do we have to? You know, it, it is a phenomenon, and and I'm you know much older than you, but I have kids that are smack dab you're much this. you're much you're actually though much more on probably could be a lot of because of your kids probably i mean because i have i have kids girls that are just smack dab in this genre where tiktok and social media and yeah and you know we kind of joked several years when it first came out as like you know the influencers and you know they hashtag ad for something i mean but they can drive an economy i mean they can if, if there's a product out there and a super famous, you know, celebrity gets behind it, I mean, they can, within hours, can drive. It's ridiculous. It, this it's, it's amazing. Uh, one of the bullet points here is the video of the Target shoppers in El Paso yeah. with the 40-ounce yeah. Stanley, the Valentine's Day. That That's disgusting it's, to it me. Is, I mean, that, that literally, those I see things like that, and it's like this – like how and why? It's so you know, discouraging. There and there's you know there's there's whole issue of FOMO, you know social media. Who freaking cares? They, they, the fear of missing out. They want to have one over a Valentine's Day tumbler. Dude, I mean, we now, got issues. We're sitting here talking about it like this is ridiculous. You know, it is. But ridiculous. if you're but if you're a if you're a a manufacturer, if you're the the you know a store or a maker of the Stanley, I mean, why not? Well, sure, you love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I get I get the business side of yeah. it. From the consumer side, it's like, how have we gotten to that point of we're literally racing people through the aisles and, like, people are falling and we're, like, have no care in the world for because we want to get a, a certain t- color Stanley Tumblr. I mean. You know, and, and we're not we're not promoting and advertising for Stanley. But no. If, if anything, would the like opposite. To pay us, then, huh? you know, but if Stanley would like to compensate us for this conversation, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I remember two years ago, two Christmases ago, you couldn't find a Stanley yeah. 40 ounce, whatever. Well, Stanley's just the most one, recent and like example. $90. And it's just the most recent. You can go and find all kinds yes, of examples. Yeah. But, you know, and like the, all the videos of, it's not the same now because I think of a lot of online shopping. Um, but back in the you – know, not too long ago, like um, Black Friday, yeah. you know, when the stores would be closed and all of a sudden they would open up and people – you'd be – you'd see a, parents and people getting into fights and you're just like, this is – this is disgusting. Like this is so discouraging to think that like people care about crap this much that they're literally willing to – Fight somebody. Do whatever. But I think that – I think that we are in a day and age now and we don't understand it as much because of our age is that social media and I think we even where we're at in with social media I think we underestimate its power on the consumer I mean yeah it's, it's I mean amazing. we the Americans have an addiction yes to social media there's yes. no doubt and it controls a lot of aspects of people's lives um, and I was just thinking about this maybe a new buy signal maybe a new like bull signal is like is there a TikTok video trending with like consumers, like 
pounding each other's faces in to spend money. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and this isn't really a part of our conversation today, but I'll touch on it because it was so big last year, the first part of last year. And I still think we're in the infancy of it, the whole issue of AI. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the companies that are going to be huge in it, the Facebooks, the Microsofts, you know, it dominates social media. I mean, we can't, you cannot have a conversation. This is scary. You cannot have a conversation about any particular product. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it because my phone's here and not see an ad for it in your phone as soon as, yeah. 10 minutes later. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the future. And I think that companies that don't adjust will be left behind. Sure. But I think companies that can, you know, and there's a con- I get there's a convenience aspect to it, right? I mean, sure. being able to, you know, quickly find something on your phone to purchase it if you need to, right? There's that's I'm not saying that's all bad, and I'm not saying that's not convenient in the right sense, but but yeah, the um, companies are getting really good at going after and digging into who is willing to spend money sure. on their products and just finding a way to sell them something, right? And it's through their phones, it's through the AI, it's, um, so. But you're right, I mean, yeah, we we have to balance the the issue of convenience with yeah. just, when, have, when has it gotten to the level of absurdity? Right. <laughs> if that's a word. Yeah. Know. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know how to end that bullet point, but. We're old. Yeah, TikTok, um, good for business, bad for society as a whole probably (laughs) probably that may be the best summary all right so um today's podcast pretty short but we're gonna wrap it up so uh zoe has us on these dad jokes so but she did say the only way to not hear a dad joke at the end of the podcast which i'm kind of over the dad jokes myself so somebody please submit a comment (laughs) is you got to ask us a question or leave us a comment on something on youtube or one of the channels so uh, please for heaven's sake, somebody split a comment so I don't have anything. to tell another just dad Just a joke. smiley face emoji. Just yeah. anything. Um, so if you do leave a comment or question, we'll we'll address it next week, which would be a lot more fun than this and what I'm about to say. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to be able to keep a straight face. So dad joke of the week is, where do polar bears keep their money? In the snowbank. That's awesome. Yeah. Please don't make me do that again. Somebody, if you like what we're doing at all just submit a comment or a question um, well and and on that note if you're new to our videos our podcast be sure and subscribe like it thumbs up it yeah um we're getting more listeners more subscribers every week we've got um you know we we begin the year with planning and looking ahead our vision for the next three years and we really want to grow this aspect of what we do yeah so, we have fun. Um, it's something we have fun with and that yeah we've had good feedback from so we're going to keep trying to get better at it we are grow it some weeks are better than others yeah for (laughs) sure but we enjoy doing it we hope we help we help a little bit and educate somewhat so yeah absolutely all right well appreciate you guys listening as always and we'll see you next week the hosts of this show are employees of mach one financial group This podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing said in the show should be taken as investment advice. Mach 1 Financial Group, LLC, is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Rogers, Arkansas. 
Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the Commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak to your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, click on the link in the episode description below.